0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast is created for hungry entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, personal development resources, and actionable tips. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What's happening, Inspire Nation? I'm your host, Jason Wright. This is episode number 61, Mistakes That I Could Have Easily Avoided. And this is actually adapted from my free ebook, which started life as a blog. So we keep going on and on. It's a little bit different type of episode this week. I've got no guests this week, but I uh, did record a new podcast with a guest today, which will be out next week. And I've got a bunch more lined up this week, actually. But I wanted to do something different this week because, as you guys probably know, um, startups are a big focus of mine, and entrepreneurship is one of my passions, and I really enjoy talking about it, and doing it, and living it, and all that stuff. But uh, something that I think could help a lot more people than it is because they just don't know about it is this ebook, and it's free, and it's the ebook is called Ten Mistakes. They could have easily avoided in entrepreneurship. And this is literally written for my first hand experience. So if you're in that space or you're just curious, what I'm going to do today in the show is touch on the 10 mistakes from kind of a high level. And then the ebook actually includes, you know, more depth and more story, but it also tells you how to avoid each mistake. And it gives you simple bullet point nuggets or takeaways as well. So as a resource, it's, it's really, really valuable. And it's one of these things that is available to my tribe, the people that choose to be part of Inspire Nation. So you can go to the free resources page of the site to do that. But I wanted to share this with you guys, and I'm thinking at least one person's going to hear something I say today and say, you know what, if this is free, I need to join that, because it gives you an idea of the resources and the emails that only go out to you know, my folks at Inspire Nation that never hit the main website. It's a little bit step closer to me, but you're getting more value and, and greater value. Very personal stuff. And it, it's good stuff. I've got good feedback with it. I have a super high engagement rate and open rate with that email list. And this ebook, in my opinion, is probably the best product I've made so far. Uh, not a lot of people have taken advantage of it. But if you're listening and you're already on the email list and you've never received it, Shoot me an email or reach out to me. I'll send it to you, no problem. So let's dive into this mess, shall we? Um, it's not its not painful. It's not embarrassing for me to talk about. It. You almost think it would be, but I actually can reference this this resource now and see some areas where I may say, hey, I need to remember what happened to me last time and not go down that road again. So we're going to walk through this and uh, see how this goes, and I think you guys will enjoy this. So mistake number one. That's what we're going to call them. We're going to call them mistakes because that's what they were. Mistake number one is seeking advice from friends and family who have never built businesses themselves. And I think this is an area where most people, especially startups, uh, slip into this trap. And it's easy to see why. Obviously, we love our family. At least I love my family. And obviously, your close friends are your close friends for a reason. You've had them... You know, most of your life, or you've had them the longest period of time, and they're your confidants, people you trust and go to about a lot of things. But, you know, I don't go to—I was going to say barber, but I'm bald, so that's not a good example. I wouldn't go to a butcher and ask him advice on lawn care. I wouldn't go to a dentist and ask him, you know, party planning tips, because none of that makes any sense. So, with that simple analogy in mind be wary of seeking advice about businesses or starting a business or what you should do or not do from people that haven't done it. And for whatever reason, people like to go to those closest to them when they're excited about something new, but the harsh reality is a lot of time those conversations don't go well. Uh, those you know, The close family and friends, they have your best intention in mind for the most part, but they may want to keep you safe and say you can't do that or don't do that, and it gets all get your head all jacked up, so the best advice I could give anybody and these are really conversations I have with people at least every week, if not every day at sometimes. But if you want to know how to build a business or if you want to know what to do, find somebody who's done it who's been successful period and like i said i I go into much greater detail in the ebook. Um, It comes out to be 20 pages, and it's not all content, but it sounds like a lot, but it's electronic, so you can kind of jump around where you want to. I think you guys will find it an interesting read and a great resource for you as well. So number two, mistake number two, failing to focus on sales more than anything else. So man, I talked to somebody today that's getting going with a new startup, getting the domain name, getting the business set up. It is fun stuff. I love that. The startup phase in in that regard is an absolute blast. You're spending money, you're dreaming big, you've got no worries of failure or anything like that in your mind, but the advice I'd give everybody, don't forget about the sales. You know, you may be selling a product, you may be selling a service, you may be selling a blend of the two, you've got to make that your absolute priority because guess what, 90 plus percent of small businesses go under in the first couple of years because what, they spend more than they make. And it is an easy, easy trap to fall into and very hard to get out of. So if you go into it with your mentality and your focus in the right area, it will make your life a better place. And I, I've probably been really guilty of that a few times. It's, it's really exciting. Like, for example, this podcast. This podcast by itself pays me nothing, but it costs me something to make it happen. Now, can you imagine intentionally inspirational with no podcast? No, it would be a blog that, you know, some people would read, but nobody would really know about. A lot of people I wouldn't be connected to, a lot of things I wouldn't be doing. So it's focal for a lot of things I do, and it is very foundational for things that are coming. And my instincts and everything else that I know says this is the right path to be on. So if my darn downloads would start going down instead of increasing every week, maybe I think about quitting. But that's not happening, so off I go. Almost to that one year mark. We're about two weeks, three weeks away from that one year mark of the podcast. So, so far, so good. All right. Mistake number three: failing to know exactly what I wanted. So, if I said, "What do you, what are you doing your business for? What do you want?" I want to work for myself. That, that's too broad. Too broad. Need more detail. Okay. I want to work for myself and have control over my time. Okay. You're getting warmer. Need more detail. You need to literally be able to explain a picture to somebody that nobody can see but you. You know, when you say you know what you want, where are you going? What is it going to feel like when you get there? What's it going to smell like? What will other people think of you? How will your day look like? You need to know what you want with, excuse me, explicit detail. Explicit detail. If you guys haven't noticed, this is a very raw episode, but it's very real. So enjoy that. So knowing exactly what you want and what you're trying to get out of your business venture on a large scale, you know, uh, not only you want to make money be successful. I guess it could be a not-for-profit and the money is not the, the huge focus, but it still needs to make money. But knowing why you're doing it is, is really a big piece of that. Mistake number four: I thought hard work was enough to make me successful. Let me use this analogy with you. If you work really hard to invent a widget, that nobody wants to buy, there's no need for, or no demand for, will hard work make you successful? See my point? Hard work is a piece of the equation, my friends, but hard work alone is not going to make you successful. So think about that. Really think about that. one. That's a big one. I want you to work hard. You know, I preach the grind, the hustle, and I live it every day, but make sure that the hard work is going towards a greater cause, and coupled with other things that all make sense, so it's worth your time and your effort, your money, and your your pain, you know. Mistake number five, I thought that coaching and mentoring were unnecessary for me. That's just my ego. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm one of those people, I don't like asking for help. I don't like going to the doctor or the dentist. I have no problem with the doctor or the dentist, but my my natural reaction is I'm fine. I'm doing a good job, it's fine, everything's fine, but that's not the case. It's actually probably the worst attitude you could have it's it's embarrassing how bad it is but i'm just being real with you you know coaching and mentoring they're necessary for everybody think of you know any athlete any sport top of their game do they have coaches shooting coaches swing coaches strength coaches yes why because they need an outside perspective because nobody's an expert in every area you know so think about that carefully every single person listening to my sound of my voice doesn't matter what you're into, even if you're just a business-minded person that has no startup and you never want to, but you like how we roll around here, this still applies for you. You have to take advice from people outside of yourself, people that can help you because there's going to be perspectives that you can't possibly have, that you can't share. Mistake number six. Man, does this one hurt to look at. This is very near and dear to me. I'm guilty of this. Um, not as much as I used to be because now I actually can see myself going down this path and I recognize it and I say, wait, 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 we got to think about this again. So number six, mistake six, I tried to be great at everything. The jack of all trades. The jack of all trades will get you in trouble quick, my friends, because instead of focusing 100% in four areas, you focus uh, 4% in 100 areas and you feel like you're doing a lot, but you're in fact making no progress anywhere don't be that guy or that gal. Focus fire on your efforts. You know, the beauty of what I'm doing now is I have a team to help me where I'm weak. You know, what do I need to do in this example of intentionally inspirational? I need to do my podcast because it's my voice. It's my personality. It's kind of important. I need to write my own blogs. Um, I need to write my own book. And everything else, everything else you see from branding to social to editing to getting podcast guests to getting ideas for courses, whatever, somebody else can help me with. I don't need to be an expert everywhere. Um, Accounting, I don't need to be an expert in accounting. Um, Yeah, I mean, just I'm just thinking out loud here completely raw. But it, it does you no good. You're better to play to your strengths, and I've talked about this many times. Play to your strengths. Play to what you're naturally good at and try to go from good to great or from great to epic. Don't try to improve your weaknesses. Find other people who are strong there. Surround yourself with them, whether you hire them, whether you network with them, mastermind with them. Hang out with them. Move next door to them. I don't care, but get around people who are strong or you're weak. It is a better approach and it will give you a better outcome, I swear. Mistake seven. Before I stay mistake seven, I'm going to ask you a question out loud as if I can hear your response. Has anything I've mentioned, has it made you think of yourself? Are you dealing with any of this stuff right now saying, oh crap, I'm about to go down that road? If you are, please read the ebook. For nothing else, if it saves you time and money, I've accomplished my goal with it. You know, it was a blog post that I was supposed to expand on slightly. My content manager said, just redo it and make it on steroids. And like two days later, I was like, oops, it's like 20 pages long. So I'm telling you, I didn't do that for fun. I didn't do that to try to sell it. I did it because I was like, if somebody will just glance at this, it will save them time and money. All right, mistake seven. I failed to set a limited number of crystal clear daily goals. I don't know why, but I kind of settle on that number of five. Five goals. And I'll throw my wife into the bus here real quick. She is a checklist person like I am, but she will set everything she wants to accomplish. Maybe, I don't know if it's the week or the month or everything in her mind, and she'll come up with this huge list. And then what happens is she'll get stuff done, no doubt, but she'll get overwhelmed because maybe she accomplishes eight things, but there's 25 things in the list, and she's, oh, man, I only got a third of the things done. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. I like the number five. Pick five daily goals, and maybe it looks something like this. Ten pages in a book, uh, work out for half an hour, grind away in your business for an hour, um, eat eat a healthy breakfast, and spend time with the kids. I mean, that's just an example of five simple, clear daily goals I just pulled out of the air. And and the point is you want them to help establish a habit, but you want them to be achievable as well. So, are your is your vision goal, is that going to be achievable? I mean, you should be reaching for that. Your daily goals, if you never reach your daily goals, you're going to feel like garbage about yourself pretty quickly, I promise. you got to get wins. And if you can get a ton of small wins, you can build confidence, you can build skill, you can build momentum. And those are all things that are going to help you on your quest. Mistake number eight. I failed to take care of my mind and body. So, ironically... I'm uh, teetering on, breaking out a little bit right now. It is uh, extremely late at night, and I'm a night owl. You know, I, I come alive like 10, 10.30. I don't know what it is, but it's like that's when I'm waking up for the day. I just I wake up, and anybody else listening who's a night owl, you get it because you know what I'm talking about. But I, uh, I stay up late a lot, and I'm not just screwing around. I'm productive. But the problem is life and responsibility require me to be up early also, so... You know, sometimes that means I don't get as much sleep as I should, but I do have set points in my week that are set up for me to, to catch up on sleep more than one time. So it's improving, but you got to take care of your mind and your body, and sleep's a huge piece of that. When I when I know when I'm really tired is when my thoughts stop making sense, when I'm stopping and looking and go, what in the world am I thinking about? I have no idea where this is coming from or what it means. I know I need to go jump in the shower and go to bed because I'm I'm done. (laughs) So uh, another piece of that is is exercise or or weight training or both and eating right as well for the body. Actually, the mind too. It it affects all of it. But yeah, you can get into the grind and get into the hustle so much that you neglect that stuff, and that's a huge mistake. And here's the thing. Whether you want to stop or not, eventually your mind and body will make you stop when you just completely fall apart. So... Uh, mistake number nine. Man, this one hurts to look at. I failed to conduct market research before launching products and offering services. So it's real easy to get excited. And I talked about this early. Let's see here. I thought about this early. talked about this a little bit earlier on in a little bit different way. But if you have an idea for a product or a service, it can be the most exciting, coolest thing in the world to you as if you were your own consumer, but here's the thing. If nobody else cares, it's not going to be worth your time. Let your customers, let your clientele dictate what you do next. Don't do what you want. Do what they want. And that's probably been one of the hardest ones for me to to wrap my mind around because my instinct is to go wide and say, hey, I want to do this, 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 this. And I've had to just kill projects before. I have. I've had to sit back and look at stuff. And just say, you know what, this is cool, I like this, but there's no value right now. It's not worth the time, it's not worth the focus, it's not worth the energy. That's not always the fun option, but if you're trying to run a a business that makes money and is cash rich and you're trying to keep it going and grow it, you got to make those CEO decisions, you know. It's not all fun and games, you got to be smart too, so this is a big piece of that. A great resource for this, um, SurveyMonkey. You can use it free, you can use it paid. Hell, use social media. You can ask if you have a decent following. Even if you don't, ask. Ask friends who could be potential clients. Just ask people, hey, uh, what would you rather have, A, B, or C? Would you be willing to pay for A, B, or C? What's your biggest need? And there's a lot of ways you can do it, but some level of research is recommended. You can even check keywords to see what people are looking for on Google, and that's another really smart thing to do. Mistake number 10, personal development was not part of my daily ritual. Now, why does this matter? Why do so many people resist personal development? Oh, I hate school. Well, I'm not asking you to go to school. I hate books. I am asking you to read books, listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks, because if you don't introduce new knowledge into your brain, guess what? You just become old and stale and everything changes around you. And your competition changes and grows and you don't. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm stacking the deck in my favor. You know, I didn't know what a podcast was a year ago. I've told that story a million times. I would have never known what it was had I not had my interest piqued by somebody and started looking into it. So personal development's a big deal. I rotate my personal development. Um, I like to read. I like to pick up a physical book. I like the podcasts. I'm in the space daily myself, creating stuff as well. Uh, I've had some guests on the show and some friends that do the same thing, so it's interesting to get everybody's perspective and their angle. But I mix it up between leadership for my team, entrepreneurship, startups, finance, or um, some other areas, sales. All these areas they're intertwined. They're very important, and it keeps it interesting for me as well. I'll throw in some um, some stuff that's kind of out of left field. I researched uh, real estate investing for tax liens a while back, and it's something I've added uh, as a get-rich-slow strategy for the overall business, and it's a kind of a seasonal deal for the auctions. But I've learned quite a bit about it and attended an auction, and that's something I'm going to do. As another example, I studied Forex or foreign exchange day trading and uh, did my research, read about it, learned about it, uh, decided not for me. And that's fine, but at least I know what it is. Because yeah, that's a great example. People would be like, oh, you can't do that. So, what do you mean? They say, oh, it's not going to work. I said, oh, tell me about your experience. And guess what? They had no experience. They had no idea what the hell I was even talking about. So, I educated myself. I was able to make a good decision and, and say, yeah, not for me. The point is, if you're not growing, you're dying. Learn as much as you can. You might surprise yourself and find something you love that you didn't even know about. Well I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh me sharing these 10 mistakes that I could have easily avoided in entrepreneurship. Like I said at the beginning of the show this is just a high level kind of overview if you've heard anything of value at all, anything. Download the free ebook. Uh you can just go to my website intentionallyinspirational.com. Look at the pages at the top across the menu, click on free resources. You'll see this, you'll see a free online course, you'll see another PDF download. As well, they're all free to everybody in Inspired Nation. You pop in your email address, you get them in the autoresponder, and then you get the uh, about two weekly emails. One has the blog and some things, and one is completely unfiltered and raw by me, and that one is getting consistently uh, really, really high open rates. So people are enjoying it, obviously. And um, there's trust me, there's more great, great resources coming. Our next mini-course... Is going to definitely generate some interest as well. Again, only available to the tribe, Inspire Nation. So join that. If you guys have heard the podcast before, welcome back. Appreciate you listening. If this is your first time here, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, We're on SoundCloud as well, but subscribe on iTunes. It's It's the place that makes the magic happen for podcasters. Leave us a review as well. That's like the hardest thing to get. People will give me verbal reviews. I'm like, hey, take what you just said and put that on iTunes. And they say they're too busy or whatever. But uh, that's really helpful for us as well. If you guys want to check out show notes for this episode, it's going to encourage you to join the list as well. But you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com episode 61 and do so there. I'll have those up here in just a little bit. I appreciate your ears always. Um, as promised, we have one, two, three, four five or six great guests in a row coming up starting next week. So once in a while, I like to jump on the mic myself. I used to do it because I had no guests, but now we've got uh, you know more guests than we know what to do with, which is a great thing to have. Our podcast manager works very hard on that and uh, the whole team. So appreciate you guys. Enjoy your week. We will catch up with you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Inspirational. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or check us out on SoundCloud. To check out all of our resources for your startup business success, visit our website at intentionallyinspirational.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week.